0: You're listening to The Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Gospel Project for Kids Leadership Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams, and I am joined by my co-host, Landry Holmes. And this week, on this episode of the podcast, we are going to discuss Unit 2, Session 3 which is God Spared Noah, found in Genesis chapter 6 through 10. And so as we think about this session, you can think, boys and girls, and know many of them have heard the story of Noah and the ark. And sometimes I think boys and girls may have, when they've heard it, they've focused on maybe the animals and they hear all about the animals. So as you talk about this story and introduce them to how God spared Noah many of them that's what they may remember in the story but with this session what we also want to focus on and what the big idea of this session that we are wanting to convey to them is that um, this is a session more about God's mercy and God's grace as he spared Noah you know Noah wasn't perfect he sinned like everyone else, his sinned except Jesus. But he sinned, and as, as we all deserve, he deserved to die, just like sinners at that time and as we do today. But God spared him. Noah was made righteous by his faith in God. He had that strong faith in God, and it wasn't he was made righteous because he was made righteous by his faith not because he was without sin. So God's choice to spare Noah and his family was an example of the mercy and grace. And so we want to make sure that boys and girls understand that what this session is about. Yes, we will talk about animals. Yes, there will be mention of those in in our activities, but we also want them to see the bigger picture, the bigger idea of this session. And so as we do with each episode, we also want to highlight some activities that may take a little extra time And as you prepare for your teaching session. And so we're going to start with our Babies and Toddlers Leader Guide. And so this week there is an activity called Look at Prisms. And so You may have some prisms that were used by your kid's ministry in unit one. And if you do not have those, you could purchase them easily online or some prisms or either you could think about the little color paddles. Those you could get on online too, where you could hold them up the different colors and see different prisms that way, or either use old compact disc, all of those will work in this activity. Another idea you may want to do to help enhance this activity is to provide pictures of rainbows. So to help boys and girls understand that and so they'll have that visual rainbow as well. So moving on to another resource and another activity in our preschool worship is they will make a rainbow puzzle. And so Landry, this is going to be something to where they're going to be able to make one classroom puzzle. And so how many times do you get to be a part of something like that? And so this is a fun, creative way to help teach the story and reinforce the story as well. And so it is going to require prep time prior to the session. And so as a leader, what you'll want to do is you'll want to get the two pieces of poster board. And so on one of those pieces of poster board, you want to draw a draw a rainbow and then color or paint in the different rainbow bands on there. And so you'll have that finished product, painted product, if you think about it, of the rainbow. And that poster board is going to serve as your, your um, puzzle base, if you will. So then what you'll do is you'll take your other piece of poster board, and you're going to draw an outline. So a very similar outline to the one that you just painted on the previous one. But you're going to leave the second piece of poster board uncolored, unpainted. And then what you want to do with the poster board, that second piece that it has the outline of the rainbow on it, you're going to cut that into different pieces that the boys and girls, Will either color or paint during the teaching session. So, one tip that you may want to do to help boys and girls as they are putting the puzzle together after they've colored it or painted it is to either write a number on the back of that outline piece of puzzle or either write the color that you that will help you remember which way to help the children know. How to color or paint their piece of the rainbow band to place on the puzzle base. So, those what you'll want to do, they'll enjoy making that puzzle piece. Now, remember, with all the different boys and girls coloring and coloring their pieces and painting their pieces, it's not going to be perfect, and that is okay. It is more about the process, and as they're painting, as they're coloring their pieces. You can talk about the Bible story. And so you'll be able to, as a class, put together a class puzzle. And then the boys and girls will be excited too because they have contributed to making something for a class. So there you go. For this week, a fun, different creative activity for preschool worship. And so Landry, do you have any activities you want to highlight for our kids.
0: Sure, in in younger kids Bible study, um the activity choice number 2 is called God rescues and uh, uh the way I've done this in the past is to make it to make it a more fun activity and also to more have a more of a aha or discovery to it is to use white paper and then a white crayon on top of that white paper. So use a white crayon to write on the white paper uh, the the messages that are suggested in that activity. And then as kids use watercolor, uh, not only does the wax from the white crayon cause the paint not to stick there at that part of the paper, it also will reveal the message that you wrote. Uh, So that kind of gives it an aha kind of thing and younger kids will have fun uh fun with that. If if you don't have white crayons you could use a uh you know just a white candle kinda of as your as your uh crayon. But uh if if I'm guessing right, you probably have more access to white crayons than you do white tapered, uh candles unless you just had a wedding at your church and then you probably shouldn't be using somebody else's white tapered candles. Uh, but just if you got the same color crayon, same color pa- paper, so it really works well. White paper, white crayon. Older kids uh, in the in the Bible study, the option uh, to the session starter option to is will it float? And uh, you may think, oh, you're doing with this with older kids. Well, the fun thing is, is that you can come up with objects uh, that they may think will float or sink, and it will have the opposite effect. So, um, I would say experiment with this ahead of time. Come up with a large number of items, bring some items in, uh, and then, you know, have the kids suggest items from the room or, <clears throat> you know, the boys may have things in their pockets, the girls may have things in their purses. They won't hurt to get wet. Please do not try to see if a cell phone will sink or float. Not only will it sink, but it'll ruin it. So, Landry, uh, Landry yes. are you
1: speaking from experience with that, or no, just just okay. friends of friends? Okay, you know. yeah, I yeah. gotcha. gotcha. <laughs>
0: um, but just have a lot of fun with it. Have a lot of different items, and uh, you know, just just uh, try try to again find some things that might surprise them. Uh, just just. Everyday objects that that you might have around the church, around your house, or again that the kids may have with them. Uh, then uh, one more thing, or actually two more things, uh, and these are in kids worship. The demonstration in kids worship uh, requires a prism, uh, and so hopefully you still have some left over that you already talked about, building uh, from from the preschool activity, and so you may have to go. Find your preschool teacher friend and and ask to borrow it during kids' worship. Um, now, it suggests an incandescent bulb. If you don't use an incandescent bulb for the first part of this demonstration, then the demonstration really won't work uh, correctly. And as you get in the demonstration, it does feel a little heavy, a little complex, but just kind of follow through, practice ahead of time, and you'll be able to see how it really will help kids understand um, about uh the attributes of God, and that's really what you're getting at, so we're not really getting at oh look at this prism it's got the picture the the uh the colors of the rainbow um no, that's not really what we're trying to accomplish here now the fluorescent fluorescent bulb uh you can still find them um at uh in the store. you may have to look for an appliance bulb. Those, uh, especially like oven appliance bulbs, tend to be um, incandescent. I know more and more bulbs are uh, in appliances are, are moving away from that, but that's one way to find an incandescent uh, bulb. Now, it's going to get hot, so be sure and you use oven mitts or something to, to unscrew it from your lamp. Um, and then you'll be able to use then the fluorescent or LED bulb to show how it produces life light uh, differently if you want to but um, really it's the incandescent bulb and then also a colored uh, bulb Uh, and usually you can find a solid green one year-round or solid red one and and uh, uh, they may be incandescent or they might be LED but whatever they are that that also will help with the demonstration so um, I may have just confused everybody Delaney I'd say just keep in mind you can find incandescent bulbs. You need to have an incandescent bulb, and you'll figure that out when you read uh, that demonstration. And again, the purpose is not to say, "Hey, this is a rainbow," because you know that used to bother me as a kid. Telling me, I don't know about you, but when I was when I was an elementary student growing up, going to elementary school, and they the teachers brought out the prism prism, <laughs> and uh, we saw the different colors. You know, somebody talked about that being the rainbow it has the colors of the rainbow but that's not the rainbow god created god gives us promises us a rainbow in the sky which we get to see and love seeing that um so uh i don't know maybe i was just legalistic and i thought wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute god created the rainbow how's this a rainbow because it's a prism
1: it's again
0: god created light to react in that way as well
1: right and i think like you said landry the fact that the rainbow is a symbol of God's promises. And so we can tell them, like you said, that's not a rainbow, but maybe these remind me of a rainbow or the, like you said, these colors are in the rainbow. And thank you to help because, and that's a great reminder to our teachers as they're using all these activities that we're, we're talking about. If it's, making the rainbow puzzle or making the using prisms with the babies and toddlers or even the kids like you were talking about that we need to be careful with our words that we don't cause confusion to the kids but that we are we're helping them know what the rainbow is and what that and how god gives us a rainbow and why so
0: exactly exactly uh, the last thing I want to mention is about the group activity in kids worship is there, uh there's a rainbow relay you know adapt it how you need it. you may have a smaller group uh and you may only uh make two teams and assign each team three colors rather than having uh you know six teams or whatever uh so just and also uh you could provide training chopsticks uh rather than regular chopsticks, or you could provide spoons, you know, just whatever works in your context and what you have, uh, what you have available. You know, this, you mentioned this, Delaney, and what really excites me is that, you know, is that this story is about so much more than uh, a mural on the wall uh, of cute looking animals in a cute boat. It, in fact, we don't talk a lot about the animals in this session because that's not ultimately what the story is about. It's about a time when God judged the world. I mean, the Ark, the 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 the, the Noah and the Ark story is really a violent story, and we don't really understand that and the why of that. And we don't have to get into all that depending on the ages of the children. But we have to realize this is the time that God judged the world and showed grace to Noah and Noah's family. Uh, and Noah wasn't perfect. But Noah did listen to God and obey God. And we can help kids think about how God shows grace to us through Jesus. So it, it, it's not just a, a cute story about cute animals. Uh, It's about God's grace to us, just like he showed grace to Noah and his family.
1: Landry, I would just add on to that, you said, and as I said earlier, is that what excites me is that we get to go deeper, if you will, with this story to help them understand what this story is about uh, with Noah and the ark. And, and just that, you know, it's, God saved Noah and his family, that God keeps his promises. And boys and girls need to know that and be reminded of that. You know, as we were even talking earlier, before we started recording, we were talking about how God promised not to flood the whole earth again. Now, that doesn't mean that we're, we're never going to experience national disasters or some parts of our world are going to flood. I mean, in recent weeks, recent days, we know that that is happening all over our world. But just as God said that He would never flood the whole earth, again, that's a promise that He made and that He keeps His promise. Now, I share all that to say that as we're sharing this story, there may be some people or where your church is located that has it has experienced some of those natural disasters recently. And so we have to be mindful of maybe the fear or the anxiety that kids may have when talking about, you know, water or the flood. And so keep that in mind as you're teaching. Now, we're teaching, we're still teaching the story. We're teaching the Bible says, but we're going to focus on God's promises that God keeps his promises. And so, I think that is something that is so foundational for boys and girls to understand that we as humans make promises and we we may not always keep our promises. But God always keeps his promises. And that—that that is foundational for them to know and to understand. And so I'm really excited about being able to teach that to boys and girls during this session. And so we want to thank you very much for listening today's, to today's episode of the podcast. And we hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.